to Inside Sound and Happy New Year. If you're joining me for the second time, welcome back. I'm glad to have you. As promised, today's episode focuses on vibration, specifically its purpose for healing. When we think of vibration, different concepts may come to mind. And it is true that as the ever-developing creativity in the evolution of language occurs, certain words have come to accrue multiple meanings. So, I thought I would start by sharing a few direct quotations that define vibration in a number of ways. Number one, an instance of vibratory motion, oscillation, quiver. Number two, the more scientific definition, the analogous motion of the particles of a mass of air or the like, whose state of equilibrium has been disturbed, as in transmitting sound. Three, and finally, something we have probably all heard said at some point, they have good vibes. Well, the next definition is general emotional feelings one has from another person or a place, situation, etc. For the moment, I'm going to focus on definition number three, as in they have good vibes, and how this definition relates most likely to the genuine vibratory nature of that person or object, and how you are receiving it. This may seem like a very strange concept right now, But stick with me and you'll see what I mean by this. I first need to define entrainment, sorry, another definition, but an incredibly important one. And then I will talk about how this one concept is crucial in sound therapy and music therapy. So, what is entrainment? Well, it's quite simple actually. Say there's one powerful frog ribbiting away, because yes, that is the sound that they make. Well, that's vibration. And then say there's another, more timid frog also ribbiting away. Now suppose the rate at which they are vibrating, the pitch, is ever so slightly different. Well, by the laws of entrainment, the slightly more timid frog will eventually begin to vibrate at the same rate as the more powerful frog. So if we think about this in terms of the direct use of vibration through music and sound therapy, and how if everything is vibration, then our individual organs will be vibrating at a certain rate. It's then we begin to understand why these therapies are so powerful. To put it simply, the principles in sound therapy specifically are to entrain our organs and our system as a whole back to its healthy natural state of vibration. Music therapy techniques do this also, of course, but it's not its direct intention. Now to go back to the they have good vibes, which by the way is not something I would really say, but we're going to roll with it. We can now see that there's a lot more technicality to that than one might at first think. Generally, if you spend time with someone who has good vibes, it's very likely that their system is vibrating close to or as it should be. And by the laws of entrainment, the more time we spend with that person, the better we feel. We all have that one friend that complains too much. Just ask yourself now, what do you feel after you spend significant time with them? I say no more. So, how can we use this knowledge to the benefit of our general physical and mental well-being? Well... There are many ways to do this, but of course some involve spending money, whereas there are of course other very simple at-home sound music therapy techniques that we can use to maintain a healthy vibration. 
Let's start with the alternative therapies available to us at a cost. Recognize that sound? Tuning forks. Yes, musicians, tuning forks. And not for your instruments, but for your instrument, aka your body. This wonderful invention in the last couple of centuries has been used for more than tuning instruments and testing hearing, but for alternative therapies, specifically sound healing treatments. You may be familiar with the term qi or prana, coming from Chinese and Indian medicine consecutively. These terms mean life force energy, essentially the energy that runs through our body, giving us, you guessed it, life. Well, this energy doesn't run aimlessly through our bodies. There are what we call meridian pathways through which it travels. This is the principle for acupuncture, a form of energetic healing that you may well be familiar with. Basically, as stress, trauma, you name it, builds up, and we all have plenty of that in this society, blockages in our energy occur. Or, as I said earlier, we may not be vibrating or resonating as we should, preventing the free flow of energy through our bodies. Ancient forms of Chinese and Indian medicine, along with many other ancient forms of medicine, aim to unblock or release any trapped energy so that everything is flowing and resonating as it should. When everything is flowing as it should, we may feel both physically and mentally lighter. This is where tuning forks come into play. By focusing sound from tuning forks on the parts of our body that may be in need of retuning, so to speak, it can help to re-establish the body's natural resonance. But how do we know what needs retuning and what pitch should we use? Well, I recently attended an introductory course on Tibetan singing bowls. You may have heard of these magical things, or even experienced them being played. Much like tuning forks, Tibetan singing bowls are used in many ways, for a variety of sound healing purposes. During the course, the instructor talked about the importance of the seven main chakras, and their individual relationships to different singing bowls. Again, all this relates back to the term entrainment. Each chakra is related to a different musical pitch. So by the laws of entrainment, if our root chakra is our problem chakra, a Tibetan singing bowl pitched to the note F or C in its lower octaves is the bowl for us. If you are interested in Tibetan singing bowls, fret ye not, as in my next episode, I will be joined by sound healer RJ Noble, who has been working with these wonderful instruments and within the field of the healing arts for over 30 years. RJ's work has taken him all over Asia to lead workshops, healing sessions, and to train the next generation of sound healers. We will be discussing the manufacturing process of the sound bowls, the healing properties they possess, as well as where to start when choosing your first singing bowl. For the time being, perhaps you might spend the next week considering what sounds, timbres, pitches bring you a sense of peace. This may not be something you've thought about before, so to give you an example, I personally find any sounds in nature achieve this. Whether it's birdsong, I love the sound of parakeets. Or ocean waves, I also adore the sound of wind chimes. And then consider how you might integrate these into each day. Even if it's just for five minutes. I'm lucky enough to have two gorgeous sets of wind chimes, which I'm sure I'll get out at some point in the season of inside sound. I like to walk around with them for five minutes or so and become fully immersed in their beauty. I seriously recommend doing an equivalent. 
Before you go, don't forget to follow this podcast, which is now available to listen to on Spotify if you aren't already doing so. That way you can easily keep updated on new episode releases. If you enjoyed this episode on Vibration for Healing, do drop me a review or write to me on Inside Sounds Facebook page. I will be attaching a link in the description for this podcast and I would love to hear what you have to say. Oh,